What's up, everybody? Another episode of The Straight Cut coming to you from West End Cigars Inside the Members Lounge. I am Aaron. This is Mark. And I'm Steve. And y'all, it has been a day, let me tell you. But as I've said for the past couple of weeks, this is a show I've been looking forward to. Yeah. Uh, well, we we have like guests that are, are you know special to us with friends and stuff like that. We don't really go outside of our bubble and actually get manufacturers of cigars, manufacturers of products, stuff like that. But we a, are today. We have a couple, but I don't know that we've had any as who makes his products that are quite as like stylish. Like I'm a I'm a hardcore skater, yes. but there's one thing that I do enjoy <laughs> spending my money on, and it's cigars and cigar accessories. Yeah. And specifically, I love my Peter James case, yep. which everybody has seen. Well, that damn hat you're wearing, and I heard about for seriously <laughs> for six fucking weeks. The like, yeah, he didn't take it off a, for three of those. I know. The he hat, to bed. The hat I've had for a year and a half or so. I know. I, I, I no, it. I remember when you got it. The, the, I mean, I it's will a say, beautiful hat. I'm the, not lying. The Weston hat is kind of styled after this because I love black on black yeah. on black. I'm murdered yep. out on everything. Hat. That's how it is. So, to to commemorate that, who do we have to have? We have to have. The man himself. Sure. We have John Peters on our yeah. potato phone. <laughs> on our potato phone. <laughs> because this is... Arkansas. This is Arkansas. <laughs> and, Arkansas Wi-Fi. Yeah. So this is also our second international guest next to Charlie. So you're the second person. From Canada? Uh, you, you are, you're at America's Hat. I appreciate it very much. <laughs> and John, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing fantastic now. Listen to you guys. This is awesome. <laughs> you guys are a gas. I love it. Man, do I know how to hype up a crowd or what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we really appreciate you coming on. We're uh, super excited about your your products. And one thing we, we've we been talking about, especially recently, is the, the couches that you guys just released. Yeah. You know, a lot of people ask kind of what's going on behind the scenes here. Um, just because there's so many categories of products being released and, you know, it doesn't really feel symmetrical if that's the right word for it. It's just, we're just kind of releasing things as they come to us, but I think it's important, you know, to share the vision uh, for what Peter James stands for. And that's um, Aaron, you mentioned it earlier. It's the lifestyle of an aficionado. It's everything from, where we sit, how the room smells, the coffee we're drinking or the bourbon we're drinking, whatever the case may be, and the cigar that we're smoking and everything in between. So we're really trying to capture that <clears throat> um, with with the partnerships that we're making and the products that we're making ourselves. Um, but yeah, these are they're, they're gorgeous. I, I, it's one of these it's one of these things you have to sit on it to believe it. Like it just it looks pretty, but it's even more comfortable when you sit on it. So yeah, they guys look come into this is yeah, I mean it's hard to tell, but this is um this is our speakeasy because smoking is not allowed uh in, in doors here in Toronto or in Ontario. Um when the members come in, I've had a I think there was maybe three or four members already picked up a, a chair. They're just like, I gotta have I gotta have this at home all the time. <laughs> Well, I gotta say, you look like a, a damn Bond villain right now on our screen. <laughs> so it's just like it fits a persona. That, that's a Vinay. Okay, he's got a he's got a dark side to him. He, he likes to like that. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so I'm I'm going to attempt to say the name of the cigar. That is what I do best on this show is butcher the name of products <laughs> yep. that people put a lot of love into. And it's I half our entertainment is listening I, to Aaron try yeah, and, try these. And I find a way to fuck it up. So I'm going to apologize <laughs> right now since you are actually uh, with us right now. But we are doing the Peter James Los Estu Estoco. You, you go ahead and finic, uh, fix that for me. I can nail that. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we are we're smoking this. I, I, I Los Estoico. I was pretty close. It's not bad. It's not bad. Not you, ba- were very, you were very close. Not bad for <laughs> not bad for a fucking ginger in in Little Rock, Arkansas. You know, I'll take it. Estoco. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm so gonna I, be practicing that all night. It's sto- this stoic. It's the stoic. Okay. It's the English translation. Um, we use the Spanish uh, translation just as to pay homage to our our, our factory in, in Esteli, Nicaragua, um, as a as a thank you for all their hard work. Um, but the name itself is is named after my old man, my father, and his nickname. I just didn't feel from a marketing standpoint would have been adequate because we call him Grumpy. So I didn't <laughs> think that anybody would want to smoke a cigar called Grumpy. Well, I mean that describes like half the uh, cigar patrons, <laughs> which is crazy because it's like you get to relax for an hour <laughs> at a time when you're having a cigar. You, you should be anything but grumpy. Yeah, that's you right. You should feel dead. Um, yeah, so I uh, I got these from Luxury Cigar Club. So thanks to uh, to those guys over there. And when I saw these, um, you know. When you get cigars sent to you through whoever, usually comes in a bag. We get a bunch of luxury stuff. Comes in a humidified bag and a box and everything. Um, I got to say, the presentation on a five-pack of these has been the best I've ever seen because it came in its own little, like, slide-out box. There was a Bovida pack on the inside. Um, So right away, just awesome presentation just to get these. And I've had them for about a month, so having to wait this long to smoke it because even the – the cigars that came in this month's or I guess July's mm-hmm. box, I didn't want to smoke because I wanted the first time to smoke one of these cigars that actually be on the show. So clipped it and lit it up right before we started. And man, this is, this is well worth the four week wait to, to get this going. Wow. You have some patience in you. <laughs> I don't know if I could have held off that long. <laughs> when, I get, when I get a pack of cigars, I'm just like, like a kid, I just rip it open. I'm just like, let me taste it. Hardly do I ever get to let it sit, so you're uh, good for you. That's awesome. I'm I'm stubborn, so I have to learn patience. So I end up being a, <laughs> a patient person for, for the most part. He mm-hmm. showed it to me when he got them in. Yeah. I was like, "Ooh, when are we smoking those?" And he's like, "Well, we got to wait. We're doing a show." I'm like, come on, and just like, well, I'll buy another one. Like, <laughs> well, we got the one in the LCC pack, and you told me not to smoke it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you made him not smoke his cigars too. Hey, if I have to wait. You guys have to wait. What? That's the race. No, no. I'm producer. I'm producing. <laughs> <laughs> you suck officially because I'm like, John, I get them in, and the first rule is you open them up, and one of those you just got to smoke right away. Yeah, immediately. Right, because even though it's it's called off the truck, that's, that's the rule. Yeah. You got to know how they come off the truck. Patience is a virtue. No, it's right? not. So <clears throat> Everything in moderation, including patience. Well, who knows? Well, clearly Aaron doesn't. <laughs> so, <clears throat> I tell you what. 
just commenting on the scar for a second. Just almost the the wrapper is flawless. I mean, it was like beautiful. And yeah. I, I commented when we were going earlier, it makes you kind of, you look at it and you go, I'm not sure I'm supposed to smoke this. Yeah, like, it looks like a it, piece of art. It's a piece of art, but I'm glad I lit it up. It's yeah. it's really nice and flavorful, um, and it's burning great. So, yeah. And we'll get into uh, more of the cigar later on. But the first part, let's learn more about your cigar history itself. Um, how long have you been a cigar smoker? Ooh. I think we're coming up on 20 years if I had to pinpoint it now. Uh, I think I started when I was somewhere around 1920. Um, you know, it's something I think about often because for some reason or another, I always kept gravitating back towards tobacco, natural tobacco. I used to, um, I played a lot of sports and you pick up a lot of bad habits playing a lot of uh, or organized and competitive sports. Uh, some good ones too, but a lot of bad habits. And one of that, one of them was was smoking, but never cigarettes, not cigarettes per se, but it was the, the rolling tobacco, natural tobacco. Um, you know, it'd be a pipe or roll it or or whatever. So I was I always found a connection there with with tobacco. And then when I had my first cigar, um, and I didn't really it's it's a very faint memory just because it didn't feel like it was the start to anything when I had it. So I didn't really sear it into my memory, but it was an unbanded cigar. It was a gift. Um, I remember disliking half of it, but not wanting to throw it away, like having to, to actually smoke the whole thing just because I didn't want to disappoint anyone around me or feel like I'm disrespecting anyone. And I'm glad I did because the last half was spe- spectacular. And I think it was just a matter for me of really focusing on what I was doing and trying to pinpoint flavors versus just my mind was stuck on puffing and, and, and inhaling. And I, I, but once you start to understand what's, what's actually happening and the flavors that you're getting and you start to appreciate and, and, and decipher between them, it, it, it became a lot of fun. But I also noticed it slowed me down because I'm a super active person. Uh, my kids love it. My wife hates it the kids get me all wound up and I don't stop. But, uh, yeah, it definitely, definitely slows me down. So it's, it's, it's been my uh, savior in a way. How has, um, you know, we touched on that you're up in Canada. How has the, how is the cigar world up there in Canada, you know, since you first started 20 years ago to now in 22, like, is it, uh, are they readily available? Because I know you're available to get like Cubans as opposed to the U S where we can't. Um, but does it seem to be, you know, uh, you know, local cigar shop wise, do you have to rely on that? Or is it more of the, you have to realize utilize more of the internet side? Well, the, 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 so I'll start with the first question. Um, there's a lot more individuals starting to, dive into the world of cigars you're seeing a, a vast growth i don't know if that's because of the pandemic or it's just because of you know certain biographies that came out like the michael jordan and you know you start to see an athlete like michael enjoying a cigar and being able to be competitive and to be able to be you know a light cell performer um so i guess maybe the stigma was starting to break down a little bit um as for the shops i mean there, there are a lot more shops opening up um however i say this it's the Cuban side of, you know, obviously being Canada, we have access to Cubans, but it's, you know, economically, it's not, 
something that everybody could enjoy. You're, you know, I mean, it's it's anywhere from forty to one hundred and fifty plus a cigar. So to have that every single day, I mean, you know, you can. It just it's not for everyone. Um, but not only just that, I, I I strongly believe that the quality is is becoming inferior to that of regions yeah. like Dominican Republic, Nicaragua, Costa Rica. Now is just outstanding. I mean, there's people are starting to wake up and 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 they're starting to understand that there's a whole other world to to cigars than just Cuba. Um, the only issue in Canada here, in Ontario, where I reside, is access to brands. We don't have many because of the hurdles that our government puts people through. Um, the amount of of regulations and restrictions they have now they introduced the whole plain packaging. So. If it was already a challenge bringing in, say, I'll just give you an example, but you know, an Epic cigar probably retails for eight bucks in the U.S. If you were to find an Epic cigar here, it would probably retail for eighteen to twenty-one, wow. because of taxation and 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 then there's the plain packaging, which now the producer, the manufacturer, has to take an extra step and cover all of their labels with another label that's just plain that just says Epic on it uh, in a in a plain font, solid color. Uh, no more boxes. No, it can't retail flashy boxes and policy playing packaging. So that really put a strain on 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 our market because nobody wants to deal with us for that reason. I don't. I, I'm a Canadian, and the first market I tapped into was the U.S. And I'm still technically not even licensed and legal here to sell to to my brothers and sisters, mm. um, which crazy. is ludicrous but that's yeah that would be a shame to like you can't even have this beautiful band on your own home turf you got a band with just what is like army green color or white i forget where what charlie said and he sent me a few pictures but yeah just covering this up with just whatever that it's got to be a little disheartening (laughs) so so how long have they been doing the plain packaging in canada now i want to say it's close to four years i want to say could be wrong Give it three or four years. Um, but it also takes away from the the romance when you walk into a humidor. Big you time. know, I was looking at Vinay here, incredible uh, talent and creative, did a, a photo shoot and a video shoot in a local shop here. And it was before playing packaging. And, and he pulled up the video recently and the humidor was just stunning. All the colors and the brands and the love and the creativity that went into all that packaging to now see it look like basically a grayed out room. It's just, you know, I, I don't mean to get into politics, but I just don't see, I'm a logically thinking person and I just don't see why this was absolutely necessary and what this was supposed to achieve for, for the Canadian market. I, I, you know, as a kid, you know, you see other kids trying to ask adults to buy them cigarettes at the at the at the, the convenience store. Not once have I ever seen a kid walk into a cigar shop to try to try to buy a cigar who's underage. Yeah. I don't think that this, you know, they say that if this was meant to deter um, the youth or the underage from um, being romanced by a cigar. I just, yeah, I, I don't see that. It's not something that every kid says, "Hey, I can't wait to." To pick up a cigar and I'm gonna go check out the label. Look at this beautiful label. I'm gonna buy a cigar. It's first of all, you know, it's it's a it's a costly endeavor 
So I don't know too many 17 year olds that can just go throwing money like that around at, at, at cigars. So I just, I'm not understanding why they put this in place. They wasted, in my opinion, a lot of tax dollars, a lot of time, and, and they're just squeezing industry. So, well, that's what governments do best is waste money. <laughs> it doesn't matter what side of the board you're on They're uh, They're good at that. So a little side note again, so support CRA, PCA, yep. all those endeavors. So we don't have plain packaging, no matter which side of the aisle you're on, it doesn't fucking matter. But the main thing is don't touch my fucking cigar. That's the main thing. Just don't do that. So, right. No, they've actually found <laughs> that, uh, the, uh, the packaging, uh, rules, I thought there was some interesting comments from um, a couple of people saying that people already knew the downsides of yeah. this and it, um, the romance of the, the cigar industry in particular was not something that was designed to children. And yeah. I know we've talked about that, but um, I think the packaging is, is the, the gray packaging, which is also in Europe in some places uh-huh. is just one of the ridiculous uh, rabbit holes that people have run down. Um, and you all know that I'm not uh, Pollyanna about the cigar industry. So, um, but this to me is one of those rabbit holes that is just illogical. Yep. So um, let's let's be realistic about what we do and do not need to do. This is one that just doesn't make sense. Yep. And we've They're done- trying to sell to fat 56-year-old guys <laughs> like me. And, and to be honest with you, the ship sailed on me. I, like I, I'm pretty sure I'm not a 17-year-old kid anymore. And I, and I do like flashy labels or I like nice labels, and this is a beautiful label. And the only thing I like is I like like 17-year-old white girl coffee. That's how I like it. Give me, right. more, give me, give me more milk than coffee. That's, that's the only thing they Every have Every time to- you say that, I'm just so embarrassed for your parents. <laughs> You know, dad taking his uh, black coffee to the coal mine. And <laughs> I'm know. like, can I get more whipped cream, please? I know. Yeah. Peppermint sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know your dad, who's a stand-up guy, and I'm just so embarrassed for your parents. Can I get a unicorn frappe, please? Oh, God, sign me up. <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> All right, well, let's... Uh, one one of the questions we always ask our guests is, um, you know, what is your your most memorable cigar? Either the cigar or the or the experience surrounding that cigar. I that's a great question. Just, you guys would know. There's just so many. There's so many great experiences. If I had to narrow it down to one, I would say it's the cigar I smoked on my wedding day. Um, I think it was just because. It was such a hectic day. We barely got to slow down and actually enjoy the moments as they were happening because it was just, it's a wedding. You have a huge family and you're just constantly go, go, go. So I finally just, you know, with my, with my wife, we went outside onto, um, onto the terrace and I lit a nine pickle, 1966 mm. limited edition. Um, it was just, it was phenomenal that to, to this day, that, that cigar, um, it's prime for me was, was one of the most enjoyable cigars, much like the Maduro. It just had just enough strength and, and just enough body. And the flavors were just so complex and just oozing out. And, and I just, I really enjoyed that. Um, I paired it with, I'll never forget. It was a McCallum 21. It was a gift, a wedding gift from a whole bunch of friends. Um, I pulled together and got us a, a McCallum 21. So, 
I literally disappeared from my own wedding for an hour. <laughs> that that to me is exactly. Um, first of all, those are t- I've not smoked the Cohiba. Obviously, I've had a little McCallum Twenty One. <laughs> Just a, um, just a little. <laughs> and I've been married and slipped away with my wife uh, and understand the quiet moment with your wife on that day. Um, uh, and uh, that's that's a pretty darn good choice right there. Yep. And since we're on the subject of weddings, uh, congratulations, Steve. Today is your anniversary, so I just want to give you a little shout out there. Thank you. Yesterday. Today. Yep, um, officially today, 11 then, years. So. Then I withdraw my congratulations about <laughs> yesterday, and I, I re-give it. For today. I appreciate it. 11 years. <laughs> 11 years, yeah. So what is 11 years? I think it's turquoise. That's anniversary. That's Thank you so much. I appreciate it. That's a, that's a long time. That wasn't what I said earlier, which we will not repeat <laughs> on air. <laughs> That was, a, that was a true behind-the-scene moment. There, there yeah. was, and I'm not repeating that on that. So how long have you been married? We uh, we just celebrated our 10-year on nice. July 14th. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. At this point, uh, 10 years is, I mean, 10 years is a long time. I don't remember being married 10 years because um, we've been married. 104. <clears throat> 104. <laughs> or 20. We've been together 27. We've been married 27 years. And we've been together for 31. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. I've been with my wife longer than I have been without her. That's great. Yeah. People ask me, do you remember being single? That's and the beautiful. answer now uh, is no, I don't <laughs> actually. So when I tell you stories about when I was a hoe bag back in the day, it's all speculative because <laughs> I don't remember it. I don't want to picture you as a hoe bag. So. Nope. Well, there's an off chance. <laughs> I, there's an off chance I was a hoe bag. <laughs> it is, you know, it's the 30s. <laughs> yeah, okay. the ni- yeah, the 1930s. <laughs> right, the 1930s. Yeah. The roaring 20s has just ended, you know. You're, exactly, it's the Great Depression. Getting in the Depression, there's nothing else to do. I mean, right. the Dust Bowl is moving in. Right. I'm glad to see you know American history. That's, I'm so yeah. happy for your parents now. <laughs> you know what? You've even said on a few shows before, like... You're smarter than I'm you I was part of that look. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> but for the record... I chose to be a carpenter. I know. That's the thing. All right. You're a damn good carpenter, dude. <laughs> uh, but let's talk about these cigars. Um, the can, you re- t- can you tell us a little about um, the blend and where the yeah. idea for the cigars came from? Yeah. I mean, uh, the Maduro you're smoking now is uh, has four fillers, all from Nicaragua, two from the region of Alapa, one's a Condega, and the other one is undisclosed. It's undisclosed because it's a proprietary uh, method of fermentation that the um, manufacturer uses so we're only allowed to call it secret tobacco um and then you have a singular binder there uh, in indonesia and then the san andreas obviously mexican wrapper um and then on the habano side we used similar fillers uh just tweak the ratio uh used a double binder in mexico and indonesia and then the ecuadorian habano wrapper yeah i i so a, a san andreas is my favorite wrapper so this one is yeah Primo. That's good. Love it. Really good. So the one we got from LCC is the Habano. Is the Habano, correct. Okay. Yep. That will be my next smoke tonight. Um, Let's go buy that. Hmm? I'm going to have to go buy that. Yeah, that, that, that <laughs> one there, the Habano, is, a, is more of a mild to medium. Okay. 
It looks delicious. Yeah. When that fucker said I couldn't smoke them, and I'm swearing <laughs> at him right now. I'm like, what? What do you mean I can't smoke it? That's the one I had picked out to smoke next. It was like the first out of the, it was, it was going to be, I had another one I smoked off the truck. And then I was like going, well, that's the one I want. And like, he goes, nope, can't smoke it. But aren't you glad you listened to me? No, not at all. Actually, Uh, you mean I could have smoked this one three months ago (laughs) or three weeks ago? No, I'm not happy at Uh, all. I'm going to trip you when we're done. Assuming I can get up quick enough. (laughs) So yeah, the inspiration behind the cigars. Go ahead with that. Sorry, we interrupted you. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, I was just going to say, I think Mark's going to have a double header tonight with the bottle. Um, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The inspiration. Well, you know, I often get asked what my favorite cigar is and um, feeling the gut feeling that maybe I should just make it because it's, it's, it's one of those answers that it's not as, as simple as naming a cigar. That's my absolute favorite. It's a cigar for a different occasion. You know, everyone has their own special place um, in my humidor for a reason. So I thought, wait, if, if I could make one that, I would never question and just pick up at any point in the day, then that would be my favorite. Um, and I mean, I, I've been in manufacturing since I was a kid. Uh, my dad was in manufacturing, um, uh, in manufacturing. I just very, very affluent with process and workflow and lean. Um, so I thought to myself, you know what? Let me take my, let me take a crack at it. What if, what if I can pull it off? You know, but if I don't, I don't. But what if I can? Um, and so that that what if really drove me to create a cigar that I believe is my favorite, and and it, it is. Um, both of them are. I know that if it's during the day, I'm grabbing the Habano, uh, and likely if it's my second cigar or if it's something after a meal, I'm grabbing the Maduro, um, and sometimes vice versa. Sometimes I just, but I'll rotate between the two. And so when I was working on um, partnering with a manufacturing facility, I had created a report that was about two pages long, I think, of everything I wanted in the the cigar to be, from flavor profile to um, strength, body, character, um, the notes I wanted to hit. But more, more, most importantly, there was an elegance and a softness I was looking for. Um, In essence, I know this may sound like sound like I shot at Habano, but I'm a, just wanted to make a cigar that wasn't Cuban, but tasted better than a Cuban. Elegant, soft profile to it. Because I do think, you know, there are some really nice cigars that come out of Cuba, um, very elegant and soft, but I think we could do better. I thought we could make something just as elegant and soft, but have it more, it's the complexity I wanted, smell the aroma. Um, and I found that was missing in a lot of the Cubans I was smoking. So that was the inspiration is I want to, I want to, I want to make the Cuban killer. And lo and behold, you know, at, at PCA, um, people were kind of shocked that we made our own cigar. And for the most part, just said, yeah, I'll take a sample. And then came back the next day when they had said, I can't believe that was the cigar that you made. And I said, thank you. Uh, and they, they called it the Cuban killer. They said, I don't, I don't smoke many Cubans, but this is, this is probably going to impact, impact them somehow. I'm like, I hope so. Yeah. So how long of a process uh, was this from conception in your mind uh, to product in, in your hand? 
probably 14 to 16 months. Okay. I, I, I took this on right in the middle of uh, uh, 2019, 2020, 2020, sorry, 2020, 2021, going into 2021. And obviously there was a lot of challenges at that time, especially with manufacturers having the ability to create the, the supply for all the demand. So some of the main ones that I was looking to work with loved the idea. I just didn't have the capacity at the time to work with a smaller craft project. <clears throat> and so I had put it on the back burner. And then I just randomly ran into a person on Instagram who bought one of our cases, who also represented a, um, a manufacturing plant in Estadio, Nicaragua. And we just got to, to talking and, and um, he just said, we would love to be able to make your cigar. Would you want to work with us? And at that point, I just let the world point me in the direction it was supposed to. And I said, okay, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, so taking this on right in the height of when the world was on fire, I mean, that's a, just, mm-hmm. even, even without that, that's a strong endeavor. But then to have another thing added to the pot of shit that was 2020, 2021, uh, that's, uh, you know, kudos for not only getting it done, but, you know, have, seeing what came of this, you know, that's, that's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I never, um, I always looked at, at that time as a, a time for opportunity versus, you know, and to be upset or, or, or down. Um, I looked at it as what, you know, what areas of my life can I improve? What areas of my business can I improve? Let me take this opportunity since really all I have is time. <laughs> uh, so much of it. <laughs> Let me let me let me see what, what I can how how much I can make use of it. And this was one of those, you know. That obviously, another another boy came out of it. So, <laughs> um, hey, my- I'm happy with that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a, a good cigar and a, and a and a boy, a nice baby boy. I'm an I'm an uncle now because of the pandemic. So I mean, I can't. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so let's go back to the beginning. Um, you know, you, you have cigars now, you have couches, you have other things, but let's go to the beginning of how I first found out about you because, you know, me and Steve work, you know, at a shop here in Arkansas and we sell your cases. Um, I luckily have one. I love it. It goes with me. It's in my uh, bag all the time. It's always with me no matter where I go. Usually has some sort of cigar and cutters and stuff in there. But let's take it back to the beginning of, you know, how did Peter James start? Great one. It was uh, end of 2013, somewhere around the end of 2013. So I, I always, um, I used to dress, uh, you know, in, in suits and, and, and sport coats often because of work that I was in. Um, and I never liked to put too many things in my pocket because it would, then it would bulge and it would be heavier and it would just look weird. And I'd have like two, three prong finger cases lighters, cutters, because I, I never wanted to just go out with three cigars. I always needed more than three. Um, so when I go with my wife, I'd always make her big, bring her big purse so she could fit all my, <laughs> my cigars. In my I'll never forget it. One day she just looked at me and she goes, listen, I love you, but I'm tired of carrying your fucking shit. Like, I don't want to wear my small purse. <laughs> my outfit. And you got to figure your shit out. I'm like, okay, good talk. 
So I went to the internet, like I, what else are you going to do? I'm like, there's got to be something out there that's stylish that, you know, I can walk into a restaurant or, or a cocktail bar or whatever that was a little more fancy, not just the, the, the bar with the boys, um, that I, I could carry something other than the Pelican case. Because the Pelican case is great. It's functional. I, I even use that when I, when I go uh, outdoors with the guys uh, sometimes. So, you know, it has its place. Uh, but there was nothing that was fashion forward where I can carry all my things and, you know, have it look stylish enough that, you know, people wouldn't look at me like, why is this guy wearing a three-piece suit and has a plastic pelican case? What's in there? Is there <laughs> something <laughs> ominous? So I was at a, I was at a, uh, just like this with you, with you, with you gentlemen, I was at a, call it a her for a gathering with some, with some friends smoking a cigar. And I brought it up. I said, hey, guys, I couldn't find anything, but this is what I'm looking for. Do you guys maybe know where I can get it? And everyone kind of eyes lit up and they're like, no, no, I don't think anything like that exists. So I was like, you know what? We, we should make one. And then a couple of the guys said, yeah, we should make one. Now there's eight guys in a room. Eight guys make a business together. I don't know what would happen. Eight, eight different guys, you know, eight <laughs> egos, eight creative minds, eight different opinions. I don't know what that's going. So the next day, um, Matthew, uh, who was a gentleman that was in the, uh, at the, uh, gathering, uh, reached out and he said, Hey man, he goes, I'd love to join you, um, in, in this endeavor. I'd love to, to, to make this case with you to, to make it for the, the, the guys, the fellas that were there. So he goes, you mind if I, I tag along and, and we can do it together? I said, sure. Why not? You know, um, two heads are better than one. So that's when the party started. Um, we started hunting down manufacturers, obviously locally, because, we weren't looking to make a lot of pieces. We were just looking to make a few. Um, you know, we got um, turned down by a lot of people. One person took our deposit and then just six months later didn't give us anything and said, I'm sorry, it's not going to work out. Here's your money back. Um, and then finally, I literally begged um, a manufacturer that was really 20 minutes from my, my, my house. I said, you know, I'll, I'll be the easiest client you ever have. Just make these and I'll be out of your hair. You know. And finally, with enough begging and, and harassing, uh, he did it. And he had a lot of fun doing it. So he said, you know what? If you need more, let me know. Now that I have the, stamp, I have the patterns, I have all the, uh, the stamping dies, we can get this done, no problem. I said, okay, great. So cut to one photo on Instagram. What is that? Where can I get it? And we said, okay, well, if this doesn't exist, maybe we should see if we can start a hobby business. Just, you know, we're, we're both cigar smokers. We love the industry. You know, just something to, to give people uh, like-minded. Uh, but we never really thought it was going to be, you know, what it is today. We just, it was a hobby business. I mean, we did on the side. Uh, we had our main careers. And where Peter James started, the name actually was a, it was a funny story. I mean, it, you to, it was one of those, you have to kind of be there to laugh about it, but um, we were having dinner, having a couple of beers, and we were trying to throw spaghetti on a wall with names, just rifling off names for what <laughs> we thought the case could be. Cigar carry, cigar this, cigar tote, whatever. And then I just looked at him, I said, what's the middle name? And he said, James. I said, mine's Peter. And then I said, Peter James. And he looked at me, and we were like, yep, that's the name. And that was it. Attaboy. Put your name, put your name first. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I didn't, 
James Peter didn't sound as good. Yeah, right, I agree. Right, right. I agree. No, no, it was the right call. It was totally the right call. No, J- James Peter sells mufflers. That's uh, that's what James Peters does. Our car dealership. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny on names because that that's the, 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 a lot of the cool names, but it's like a classy name. I mean, yeah. And now you have this cool story forever. Yeah. Like, so I, I think it's, it's funny because now it's such a, and there, there's copycats and all that stuff, but it's such a part of the industry. Yeah. And, you know. I mean, I'll be the first to admit, whenever somebody sees my case, I get a little, like, hubris when I say, yeah, it's my Peter James case. So the first thing you did when you started golf was you bought golf clothes. So you <laughs> yeah. might be the exact target audience. You are. For somebody who wants to look cool in a fancy restaurant. 100%. Right. <laughs> Which is just strange. But, but, like, but like I said at the beginning. But I understand the look because my wife, I, I can hear the conversation he has with his wife. Because like, I'm not carrying your shit anymore yeah oh, like, i've had that conversation me too like she's, she's already right here's, you already have pockets i don't have pockets right. but you want me to carry your stuff right. okay oh no I, i've been in the, the restaurant where like she goes i love you and then all of my shit is on the floor right <laughs> like i love you but here's your shit pick it up right pick it up like go put that in your pockets <laughs> like you have pockets i'm wearing a dress because you like my legs mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of hard to argue with her because I don't. I yeah. do like her legs. Yeah. Like it's like uh, you're right. <laughs> well, and, and being in the South, like the male version of the purse is not acceptable down here. Yeah, but, but different parts of the world it is. Yeah. So this case is something you can carry anywhere. I mean, it's right. absolutely beautiful. Right. If people were to give me shit about it down here, I would just say it's uh, it's got cigars in it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, oh, then they'd be like, cigar. okay, right. Well, and like and, you know. We all travel a lot, and I travel when I, I go to all the cigar shops. Right. And like the people in the cigar shops, like if you know, you know. Like when you drop oh, the, yeah. when you drop oh, the yeah. case down, they know what yeah. it is. Well, well, my sister and she hasn't bought a Peter James one because my sister doesn't know, but she's bought me two Peter James lookalike, which are sitting on the shelf. Um, and, but I mean, she like knows that I I like that sort of stuff. Like so, um, it's like uh, it's like. It's but now when she listens to this, she'll, she'll know. know. She yeah. doesn't actually listen to the podcast. My mom does. <laughs> Your mom knows. Christmas is around the corner. <laughs> Christmas is around the corner, and I know but, a place that sells them. You do. So where did um, the expansion and the other products come in, um, and how has that developed over the years? <laughs> oh, it's okay, Mark. I got it covered. We can see what's happening for Christmas. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Awesome. I I, so, I I love the case. I mean, the case is beautiful. Thank you, thank you. And it's, it, we just keep evolving. Uh, we keep, you know, it's like everything else. You just you keep having fun with it and seeing where it can go. Um, but for 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 the brand as a whole, you know, in in September of 2020, you know, amidst all of this craziness and more kids and um, my business, my. The other founder, James, um, decided to focus more on his family business. So he left the business um, and it was mine. So I think that really gave me the motivation to pursue what I love, um, not what I needed to do just to support my family. Um, so that's kind of where 
all of these new ideas and new inspirations come from. It's, you know, my grandfather, I never got the chance to meet him, but uh, my mom would tell tell me and my grandmother used to tell me all the time that we, we were very similar uh, in our in our approach with life. And he had this this really strong core value that whatever he was going to do, it had to be done correctly, like with with 100% of his soul, like he had to absolutely kill whatever he was going to do. Even if it was just taking the kids out for a picnic, then the picnic would have been epic. But if he didn't have that intention, he wouldn't have, have, have pursued it. Um, and that's kind of how I look at every product line or, or everything that we're going to do is if we're not going to do something better and different than what's already out there, then there's no point. Um, so that's spawning into whatever comes into this lifestyle. So the cigars was just a, felt like the right thing to do um, with our brand. And, you know, with just with, for myself, I, I really wanted the opportunity to, to, to be a part and of the industry, um, not just on the accessory side, but on the, on the cigar side as well. Um, this is the that starting point. Also though, I, I, I do have a desire for fashion. I love fashion. Um, I do see this brand evolving into um, some more fashionable lifestyle items that the cigar enthusiast can enjoy, but it's not necessarily pertaining to just cigars. Um, I, I will give you I mean, a little bit, a little nibble on a couple of things that are coming down the pipe, just because we still, obviously you guys can see it, I'm sure. But in, in this side of the, thing, of the world, there's a lot of females getting into the cigar industry. And well, if it's going natural. We got to we got to make something for them. Um, and you know, if a gentleman wants to to use it as well, it's unisex. It's not just for one. But um, yeah, we're going to create something pretty unique. And I think we're going to be launching it at TPE. I don't want to confirm yet because supply right now is a huge problem globally, not just with with us. So we're 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 just navigating those challenges, but. Yeah, I, I don't see us stopping. There's just too many things that are already on the, in the there's too many irons in the fire. It just you pull, you pull one out and there's 10 more there. Um, so yeah, we're just, we're gonna keep moving. We're gonna keep creating. And I got a, the team here is unbelievable. Um, so as long as we can keep this company in the black, then we're gonna keep creating. Awesome. Yeah, that's great. Well, my, my wife is a cigar smoker, um, so I'll be on the lookout for any new products that drop. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. And, you know, especially since we go to PCA and TPE and all that kind of stuff. So be uh, make sure B's on the lookout or Steve, if you go, you'll, yep. <laughs> you'll have to be my eyes on that one. For sure. Yeah. I just confirmed uh, over the weekend, we just signed a new uh, agreement with a new manufacturer. Um, and uh, we were able to produce an even better quality piece at a more approachable price point, which I think is going to shock a lot of people because there's obviously the, you know, the price point is on the higher end, but we also manufacture locally um, and obviously labor costs a lot higher. So now that we're growing, it's a lot more difficult to fulfill the demand doing that locally. So we've found the right 
partner. And I think that's what sets us apart from just some companies making a case because they think there's revenue in it. Uh, not to say that they can't, they can do whatever they want, but the difference with us is we're making something to last a lifetime. We're making something so that when you invest in it, you're getting the full value of the dollar that you put in because that hard work, that hardworking dollar is, is you're going to see it across the, the, the lifetime that you have that piece. So I, I use it like the, you know, the lighter situation or the watch. It's the same. You get a watch passed down from generation to generation. You, know, you spend the money once. If you amortize that over the generations it's been used compared to, you know, if you just bought a watch, and you bought how many watches throughout a lifetime? Yeah. Add that all up and buy one nice watch and pass it down. So that it's that. Yeah, I'm, I totally fully agree with that statement because, you know, just this past weekend, you know, I'm a carpenter. I will spend $400 on a pair of red wing boots because I know I'm going to put them through hell. I'm going to earn my money off that. So I will gladly, and going even back with my side, tools. Like I know the value of tools. A cheap tool is a cheap tool. A, a, a tool that is priced correctly is going to last me, a, yeah. you know, a hell of a lot longer. That's a good tool. Than the Harbor, Harbor Freight, you know, $2 drill or whatever it is. So, sure. I mean, there's just something. And like, like you said, you know, you're, you're almost creating heirloom pieces to pass down, pass down. You know, like I wear a pinky ring. This pinky ring is older than all four of us put together. You know, it came over on the boat from County Cork, Ireland. It's been, it, but it looks like it's, you know, brand new. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I totally get that. Steve and I were looking at the lighters, and that's what yeah. I was going to bring up, because Steve and I were um, drooling over the lighter, the um, yeah, the Dupont, the Dupont etched sort of uh, raised, um, totally fucking badass <laughs> <Yeah>. lighter. <laughs> Yeah, the lighter um, and the cigar stand cutter. Oh, Badass. Those, oh, those are, it's just gorgeous. And I oh. am particularly a fan of that sort of style of lighter. Yeah. Um, it is, it is just, it is gorgeous um, beyond words. It is, um, the front and back of that lighter is amazing. And it is just, the attention to detail is. Is it impressive? Because we were like looking at it and I'm going, you need to like <laughs> quit showing me or I'm going to end up with a lighter. Let me bookmark that page. <laughs> right. Um, because. Um, it's sold out. Lighter sold out. Um, oh, wow. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Lighter sold out. Cutters. We have one cutter left. Wow. It Man. is. That is. That lighter is just impressive. It is. It is. That raised style to yeah. me is, I, I, I like the painted ones and all those, but they don't, I don't have any desire to necessarily buy those at all. But I see those raised ones with the, the beautiful sort of, and I just like go, ah. <laughs> and I need a lighter like I need another, like I need a girlfriend. Like I got a wife, I don't need a girlfriend. <laughs> I need another lighter, but those are the ones that I always go, ah, maybe you know I, need, I maybe need one. I maybe need a girlfriend because <laughs> um, that one is spectacular. I mean, it's just, it's just amazing. Well, let's go back to the OG case. Um, the it's a, it's Italian leather 
and then it's produced in okay. Canada. Um, so just, uh, you know, what, what sets you, what sets you apart from everybody else that creates, uh, cigar cases? I alluded to a little bit earlier. It's, it's, we're not just paying someone and I'm not saying it was for us. We're not just paying someone to make us something and then ship it to us. And, and then we fulfill, uh, everything we do, we have, we touch, we see, we feel we're a part of every part of the process. So for instance, that, that the OG case, when we started, I sourced the leather from Italy tannery had it shipped inspected sent back the ones that weren't good that didn't pass inspection above that when you get a hide of leather there's obviously some some pieces that are unusable so i had my my manufacturer cut all of that away and took that as a loss so these are all things i consider when we're making a case um, the stitching the thread count the thickness how they stitch, where they stitch, where they glue or don't glue. Um, we're a part of every piece of that case. That's what makes us different is, is we control everything. Um, and then that, that's how we're able to control the value. That's how we're able to offer a lifetime warranty on our products. We've been around for since say 2014, we sold our first case. That's it's a long time. We're coming up on a decade and I've, I've literally under under a handful of cases have come back for repairs. That's awesome. (laughs) And I think two of them were because of a broken zipper, which is obviously out of our control. So we, we, we replaced it with a newer version. They were happy. Yeah, that's, that's the difference. It's, you know, you can buy a case for a hundred dollars on Walmart who copied our generation three. It's perfect. Um, (laughs) You could buy a couple of other competitors who make, make cases and, I just don't know how long they're going to last. You know, they're, they're good and they're good cases. There are a lot of them. Like there's the, I'll, I'll give a shout out. Even one of the best cases I've seen on the market is my a friend of mine, Alan from Project Carbon. Uh, it's more practical style, modern case, beautiful, but he too puts intention behind what he's making. You know, he's, he's, he's thought it through. Um, so I think that I commend him. That's great. I, that's fantastic. I fear that you know a lot of people are just jumping on the train, just for from a revenue, just for a revenue stream. Well, you can really tell the difference when you actually start touching them mm-hmm. and and feeling it. I mean, it, there's nothing else in the leather cigar case that I've held that feels like that. I mean, it's absolutely spectacular. Yeah. So I just turned 38. Mo bought me that for my 35th birthday. Yeah. And it looks like looks brand new. It looks brand new. I mean, and it goes. Literally, whenever I go to to a cigar shop, it is with me in a bag with other stuff at the same time. And it looks, it looks like, I mean, it has the softness. It's not that hard leather. You know, it's like a nice worn well, uh, worn, worn well jacket. Is that that? well worn? Well worn jacket. There we go. (laughs) I I knew I'd get it out eventually. But yeah, I mean, it, you know, we sell these, we sell other, other cases as well. So when people come in, you know, we got a lot of wives and girlfriends come in, especially during the holidays. They don't want to get their husband something like, Oh, let me get him a case. I'll always pull out your case and another case and just show them the difference. Like, and I even say like, this is what I personally use first because it came in black, which I got to have that. But then also just because of just the quality and the feel. So I, you know, if the, if the customer and the consumer can put their hands and their eyes on both products, 
you know, it really makes a difference when you, rather than just seeing a, an image on a screen. But yeah, I mean, more times than not, like if I put this product in their hand next to something else, you know, that it's left an impression with them and they know what they want to go with. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's, that, that's exactly what we were aiming for. You know, this is not a hobby. I, it's not a hobby being a, enjoying cigars or if you want to call it just a, being an aficionado. This is a, it's a lifestyle. And the whole point is to make someone feel special about their lifestyle. The case is just a case, but it's carrying around everything that you love, your cigars, your lighter, your car, things that are most dear to you. You know, it's, it's crazy to think that sometimes even I'm, I fall victim of it too. You get caught in that loop, but I'll, I'll go spend $500 on cigars without blinking an eye. Cause I've been waiting for this limited edition release here and this limited edition release there. And, and, and then I come to, you know, a, a lighter and I'm like, oh, $80 is a lot for a lighter. <laughs> you just spend $500 and you're going to burn it. You're going to burn it to the like ash. Yeah. Well, it's just our nature. It's it's totally fine. And and you know, I know there are other products out there in other cases and and they do fill gaps and voids and it's great and it, and it creates more competition which creates a bigger industry which is fantastic. Right. I just think we're you know, I, I'm saying this humbly because I'm not trying to be overconfident, but the reality is we're, we're always going to be one step ahead of the curve because this is what we love. This is, we've, we're doing this because we love it, and I love it. I'll give you an example. We're launching uh, a new case uh, probably, say, sometime, sometime September, October, and it, this, is, this is the elite of the elite. This is this is the Louis Vuitton, the Gucci um, of the cigar case world. Um, but just a backstory: Rob came to me from Rob from Boveda, came to the booth at TPE. Was it TPE? I think it was TPE. And he and he came by, and we just chatted, and he talked about the OG case. He talked about the cases that he saw. He's like, man, if somebody can solve the humidification problem, that would be epic. Like, huh? Really? He's like, yeah. So challenge accepted. We already have our first prototype complete. We already have production run going. So it's going to be the first case to market, which is a leather case that will that is Boveda certified that will be uh, humidity controlled. Nice. So you can awesome. keep a Boveda pack in there and your cigars for up to forty nine days, and we've tested it in their dry chamber. This is the difference that, and, and if you're asking about Peter James, is it's it's obviously we're trying to feed our families, but I want to, I want this is where I want to play, and and I'm doing this because I love it and I and I want. I'd rather do this than be an insurance broker. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not that I, nothing wrong with insurance, but it's fed my family. It's 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 a great living, but but this is my passion. This yeah. is what I love to do. So and cigars. I mean, I. Man, if you can live your life living your passion and my kids get to see that and grow up with that around, like that's just, for me, that's, that's the dream. Well, I can't wait to see the new case and I'm not a paid spokesman. I'm not paid for this. Mo bought this case for me. I'll fucking say it myself. This is the best cigar case I have ever owned. And I've been a cigar smoker for 21 years. I would completely agree with you. 
I'm fascinated as somebody who's traveled for a living with a leather case. Because one of the things when I was traveling for business and I would travel for a week or two, the reason I would carry the <clears throat> the hard case Pelican was it held humidity when I would go dry places, mm -hmm. in particular Vegas or wherever, but wherever you travel, um, because it held humidity. And I'm fascinated um, in particular with this new case because I would love, first of all, the 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 Peter James case or that, that soft-sided case is much easier to pack and carry in your carry-on or whatever. Um, and uh -oh. I love is this it? Uh-oh. Oh. I'll give you a <laughs> Oh, yeah. Jeez. So that would, be, that would be so easy to, to put in my carry-on and <clears throat> carry the cigars. <laughs> that is beautiful. Um, that, that, I would pay a lot of money for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not traveling as much anymore because of the, um, the pandemic, but I'm sure I'm going to be back on the road eventually. Um, and uh, that is... Uh, that is awesome. So thank you for solving that problem. Because um, the Pelican thing is, while it's nice, um, yeah. isn't really functional on the road. And so, I mean, you, you'd have plastic bags or whatever to do, or you'd be forced to buy cigars on the road, which yeah. I don't mind doing, but it was like a pain in the ass. And so this that's some, an amazing problem to solve. Thank you. I'm also fascinated because Steve and Aaron have been taunting me. I, I'm not allowed to smoke uh, marijuana at the moment because I <laughs> work at a Fortune 5 company. Um, but I'm going to retire soon or in the near future, and then I will. You also have cases that support yeah, uh, folks that... Um, um, uh, Cannabis, cannabis users. Cannabis, cannabis users. Let's, let's go. Uh, somebody who makes a drug reference from the uh, <laughs> 1980s. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, cannabis users. You have cases for cannabis. Cannabis users. Is that's now legal in a ton of states. Tons and of states, and yeah. also in in Canada, apparently, um, and and a bunch of other places. Um, and and that that's a, that's a cool idea. I mean, to me, to be honest with you. As somebody who hid that, like in a so lockbox <laughs> when I was younger, um, I thought you were gonna say in a sock. Yeah, <laughs> well, my Jimmy might have been in a, uh, uh, a sock. I don't, I don't want to know where your Jimmy was. The joint, though, like we talk about. Well, that. that was my one hit, one hit with uh, Jimi Hendrix on it. Um, uh, but uh, but you know, I'm fascinated that I mean, I, people are buying that the stuff for that as well. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that was the next question I had for you was, you know, you have other cases and one is directed towards cannabis users and it's called the Mary John. Um, <laughs> did you have any pushback from the cigar industry um, uh, dealing with that? Because I know a lot of people in the cigar industry, they see they don't want to be affiliated with that because they don't want to get that stigma of head shop in a cigar shop. So was there any negative, negative connotation that you had blowback wise on your side when you introduce, uh, that specific carrying case? Yes. Um, I don't know how, how to, I don't know how to gauge how much pushback because it's, I guess, relative, um, to what I've heard and didn't hear. I mean, I'm sure some folks were talking and maybe just didn't voice their concerns. Uh, we did have a few people, uh, voice their concerns and, uh, tell us that they were very disappointed. Um, and I, I just replied with my honest feedback and I, and I had said, you know, 
this has nothing to do with the with with you know just trying to jump on the train because it's legalizing uh, it, it came from my use so i was a medicinal user before it was legal and my medicinal usage was obviously very high on, on the cbd side because i have two uh, labral tears impingement arthritis i basically need two hip new hips and i'm only 40. so uh, i my stomach couldn't take any more anti-inflammatory medications. So I, I, I used CBD, cannabidiol, I think that's what it's called, uh, means uh, to, com to combat my inflation. And, and so that I, was, I was really just, um, again, solving my problem of trying to carry my legal medicine around uh, when I needed to use it. And it just so happened that it aligned the, the we were working on it well before the, the legalized, but it'll just align with the, the legalization here in Canada that launched it anyway. So it, that, you know, all this starts aligned. So when I tell people the reason I created, I was essentially creating it for medicinal users. Um, because I mean, let's be, let's be honest. There's no recreational user that, that's going to spend $400 on a, on a right. case. Yeah to carry their, their cannabis around. This was more for, um, you know, seasoned user. Uh, that's the, that was for, for the use on the medicinal side. So uh, that was the intent. And, you know, most people respected it, understood it. And some people didn't agree with it. And, but look, we, look, we, we see now TPE, it's tobacco plus expo. It's all cannabis and tobacco. Right. Um, I think the world is changing and, you know, that that's not going to happen slowly. Um, there are two completely different worlds, though. I will say that in terms of industry, they're completely different. Yeah, I and, completely agree. Yeah, I don't. <clears throat> so um, I think I personally think it's cool. So I don't. Well, and we talked about it, you know, when we had Phil on a couple of weeks ago, you know, we talked about our addictions. You know, I had an issue with opiates yeah. and I don't anymore because of other avenues. And I that is something I won't turn back to again. So I fully expect me to get a uh, one of these cases <laughs> quickly. <laughs> so so that, that you'll you'll see you'll see a, a sales receipt coming through your way uh, here shortly. I think it's a cool idea. I I, I understand people's reaction, yeah. but um, it, it, and I hadn't really thought Aaron it was a good question. I hadn't really thought about people's reaction to that. Mm -hmm. I just thought that's a cool idea. There's a there's an unexplored market. Yeah, um, I'm I'm. <clears throat> I'm like you. I to me, it's like a uh, like <clears throat> people need to carry that stuff around. So I, I don't. Well, understand. and it's expanding in the other companies. I mean, you look at uh, Bovida and and all the stuff they're putting out now for mm. for cannabis. I mean, it, yeah. it's a uh, yeah. They got a, low, a huge deal. Yeah, they got a lower a, a lower yeah, balance for theirs and yeah. containers for it and everything. Yep. Yeah, I was out in Vegas and there was a lady who grew yeah. out of Oregon and she. She schooled me one night for about three hours as we sat out and smoked cigars in front of the timeshare in Vegas about the different uh, humidification needs of uh, cannabis. Mm -hmm. See, I had no idea. I mean, she shows up in me a baggie. That's all I know. <laughs> right. Not, not generally um, in the new world. Um, but, uh, yes, yeah, so she schooled me on that, and we sat and had a really nice conversation. I still have her business card because she was – I'm offering to help me on some stuff with anxiety. Nice. So yeah, there's a ton of uses for it, and I, and I'm I don't I don't understand people's negative um, response to you creating a product for a consumer. People. Like it's yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. 
I think it's a cool idea. I was I didn't I yeah. didn't consider it blowback. So I was just thinking that's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's we're we're a hugely populated world. No, not everyone's going to agree on everything. I kind of don't. I don't take it to heart. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, like you just said, Aaron, this is a tool that can be used for a lot of good. And like anything else, used in excess can also be bad. Yeah. But what else? Look at everything else. Look at alcohol. In moderation, could be good. Yeah. In excess, could be bad. Same with food, same with prescription medication. Yep. You know, you just, everybody's just got to be responsible for, <laughs> for their own action. Amen. Yeah. Amen. More of an indica, sativa. What, 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 what do you got? What are you liking over there? <laughs> that depends. If, if now, nowadays with, with, with the kids, um, it's tough to get shut eye. So I'll, I'll have a little bit of the indica before bedtime just to help me relax, <laughs> keep that anxiety low. And then I still have my my CBD. I take it religiously. I, I just now I just take Proform because there's so much more available yeah. um, in dosages, and I don't like to inhale too much um, into my lungs. So for me, yeah, it's that's the I would say indica for the most part. Sativa is 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 that's the the the, the camping strain. If we're going out outdoors <laughs> for the day. I, I feel like I should just... I don't want to go to sleep. I need to actually grab you both. (laughs) (laughs) So I I got a new golf head cover. And uh, it's... I forget what the company it is. Awesome golf golf head cover. cover, But it's it's got like a a bowl with a golf ball in it. It's got like the devil's lettuce and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, it's awesome. So my my driver is now named Blue Dream. So just... uh, (laughs) You're crazy. (laughs) You know you're actually supposed to spend more money on your golf clubs and your golf balls. I, I don't know. I don't understand. A blue dream comes first. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. You are definitely a lifestyle guy. So you were saying you're, you were an athlete. Are do you, are you into golf or do you play any sports currently? Uh, I do. I don't know how much longer I can keep going, but I, uh, I've been playing golf since I was seven. That was the one thing I was really, um, Grateful, and my dad put me into a golf camp at seven years old. So I've been playing for thirty-three years. <clears throat> I played a little bit competitively when I was younger. Um, I played a lot of competitive hockey and soccer. Wow! Um, that's the hockey. I was a goalie, so the hockey just destroyed my hips. Mm, um, yeah, yeah. So I still today I, I play uh, baseball and golf. Those are really the only two sports, and, and I and I sporting. I love to shoot. So, so anytime I can go sporting, I'm good. Nice. What's your handicap? With four kids, it was <laughs> probably three or four. Okay. Now, I mean, I'm lucky. I'm lucky if I'm, I'm, I'm in, you know, the 70s. I'm, I'm shooting low 80s and probably a 10. So he plays. He's a stick. Yeah, pretty good. We've just recently gotten, gotten Aaron into golf. He's, he's, he's not a 10. Yeah, he shit on it for years and years, and finally we got him out there to play, and now he's hooked. He can't get enough of it. Yeah, I and I I take back everything I said. So, <laughs> yeah. so what is um, coming out? We've we've talked about the new case, which is I'm personally super excited about. What is the you know as we sort of get towards the end here? What is the next thing that we can talk about? That's Peter James because I know you're getting towards the end. What's the what's the near? What's the next? Thing that you're excited to sort of mention here as we, we get towards the end. 
Sure. Um, so the new case is launching the, the um, email, call it version or gender neutral, I won't go there, um, but more of a purse style for the ladies. Um, that's gonna be coming sometime soon. What's really got me excited is the lifestyle goods. So um, we brought one of the bags that we made a sample of in Italy, a prototype. It was um, uh, Julian here, uh, part of the team. He's so, so talented. Uh, he designed this crossover between a duffel and a tote. Uh, it was literally, that was the goal is if a tote married a duffel, it would come out of it. And, and he nailed it. And it, it was just something that you, I've never seen on, this, uh, on the market before. It, it did exactly what he envisioned it to do. So now we're just fine tuning it. Um, but I think that's going to open the door to a lot of other lifestyle products. Nice. Um, the whole, the whole goal is, you know, we, we want to be the quality of, and I'm not afraid to say it, of the Louis Vuitton, but without charging Louis Vuitton pricing. Um, a lot of that also has to do with the brand and marketing and the infrastructure and, and the tenure of the brand as well. Um, so for us, we just want to make comparable products, but make it a little more affordable for, for, for or make it a little more within reach for, for people. Um, that's the goal. So there's a lot of that. Um, I'll give you one more. I'm a sh I love shoes, like especially running shoes. <laughs> I have way too many running shoes. <laughs> so there's, uh, we had a, our um, Italian supplier. Uh, he found out I liked running shoes. And uh, yeah, he, apparently he, they could make them. And I was like, okay, let's make a pair. And, uh, and we did it. And they were just so gorgeous. I'm like, yeah, I can't. I can't just, we can't just make one pair. <laughs> no, we got well, yeah. to, to This has to be a new product. Yeah, you're, you're talking to a couple sneaker heads here. Yeah. So, uh, well, I guess I will be on the lookout for that as well. Yeah. yeah. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me give you some, something juicy. So, you know, hydro dipping when you hydro dip metal that. Yeah. To color it. Okay. So there's a new process, very similar to hydro dipping, but for leather. Okay. And for material so that it's not a stick on like a paint and it'll peel off or wow. wear off over time. It saturates and it, it, it actually becomes, it's like a quick dye. So it actually gets into the leather. Um, it creates this very unique, um, it's almost like, um, not tie dye, but it's got these like waves of different in and out color, Ooh, okay. but subtle. Yeah. And it just completely changes the sneaker. <laughs> it's just like, a, like, yeah, a, it's, like an iridescent. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, I, I'll hold my phone up to show you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and going back to the to, to the bag while you're looking for that, um, if you want to use the word uh, TOEFL, uh, you can use that. Since you said it was half tote, half duffel, uh, you, you can you can take my word if you want to. So, TOEFL, I think TOEFL would be better. <laughs> so that's that's kind of how it would come out. Okay, you see it. All right, all right. I'll give you a sneak peek of the shoe. So we got a little bit of alligator skin on the toe and the heel, and mm -hmm. then that just like clean. Ooh, I don't man, know. those are gonna be sweet. I'm a twelve and a half. Just want everybody to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Christmas present. <laughs> right. 
Well, let's talk about these cigars uh, while we're wrapping up. Um, and just an absolutely beautiful cigar uh, oh. the whole way. The the retro hail on it uh, got some nice, a little bit of spice, some nice leathery uh, on it as well. Um, I like a cigar that, that really utilizes some Indonesian in it. Um, but again, I said it before, like San Andreas wrapper is my absolute favorite wrapper. Oh. And just seeing these, just seeing the, the little toothiness on it, that that's one of those characteristics of a San Andreas. Um, just love it. Um, it's burned well the whole time. I think I touched it up one time. Yeah, uh, I haven't was, had to touch mine up once. And that Construction was really, yeah, spectacular. Yeah, yeah, just because I was talking. Uh, just absolutely gorgeous. Great smoke. Um, you know, not too heavy on the palate, even for being a Maduro. Yeah. Um, it is, is a, a great end-of-the-meal cigar, like what you said. Um, and I'm so glad I have two more. <laughs> Let me just tell you. Well, yeah, we're, we're going to knock you down. You have no more. Um, it's got a lot of flavor, but it's not overpowering. Um, and it's just rich and full and uh-huh. nice. Um, really like it. Well, the, the design on the band is awesome. Uh, yes. Yep. Not too busy, but just flashy enough to, to look at it and just appreciate. I mean, it's spectacular. If LCC is sold out, motherfucker, I'm just letting you know <laughs> yeah, right now. Yeah, because I don't have any Habano. I got to get one. Yeah, at least just, one. Just beating the hell not, out of you. Not to worry. So I'll send you guys some uh, anytime. Thank you for obviously giving me the opportunity to be on the podcast and just even share a cigar with you gentlemen. Um, but anytime I do share a cigar, I always send over a, a bag of goodies. So uh, Aaron, I'll get your information and uh, I'd love to get you guys some cigars and maybe some swag. Um that would be sure. greatly yeah. appreciated. Thank yeah. you. And you don't, you don't have to worry about LCC running out. They're 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 uh, fulfillment center. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we like supporting LCC because they're uh, and we, we like supporting the people who support us. But um, I just um, this is this is one of those great San Andreas that I uh, I'm like Aaron. I just to think. I'm old enough to remember that we used to shit on we Mexicans. Used to shit on yeah. San Andreas, yeah. Right. Back and, in the day. Uh, um, now, it's when I see one of those, I go, I should probably just buy five of those because oh, I know yeah. they're going to be good. Yeah, but if, if this new, is this yeah. is top shelf of those cigars. So, yeah, well done. And I'm going to smoke the Habano tomorrow morning. Mark, I'm with you. That's 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 usually when I like my Habano. It's first thing in the morning. Yep. Um, it's just, it's great with coffee. Um I was going to ask uh, you gentlemen, what do you, how do you find the, obviously the quality, um, does it match the price point? Because I really want it to be fair um, to the market. So Aaron's going to have to tell me the price point. So I, uh, I think I got a five pack of these. I think it was like after the LCC discount, since we're members, I think it was like, $75, $75, something like that. Let me off the look real so quick. Like I don't, 15 to 18 bucks. I don't, so yeah, retail retails for $15 a cigar. 15. Okay. Oh yeah. Um, Absolutely. Yes. Oh, this, yeah. I would, I would be totally fine with this being in right at that $20 range all day yeah. long. Oh yeah. yeah. No, every bit worth $15. Yeah. Every bit. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I mean, we, we always talk about Crook of the Crown, which is about the same price, uh-huh. which is, I think this this cigar is compares mm-hmm. in that range. Um, I think $15 is great. Yeah. As beautiful as the wrapper was and as well as this is smoked, well, and, 100%. I mean, 
And hell, I mean, hell, I mean, even yeah, though the packaging, the, the is, packaging awesome. is bang on. Yeah. Like, seriously, like nobody else on a fiver is coming in that right there. Yep. So, nope. 15 is great. I think you get, there's a lot of value. A lot, a lot of value for that. Yeah. I'm going to go order one of these. And with a Bovida inside that as well when well, it came. So, I will order you one, Steve, but there will be a 20% yeah. markup because you're, <laughs> you're, a, you're a goofball. <laughs> but I think it's still a value. For you. It is, <laughs> yeah. Still worth it. Still worth it. Um, yeah, no, 100%. Wow. I did, I, I, to be honest with you, expected the price point to be a little higher. Yeah, I thought it was going to be 20 or 25. That. No, I think 15 right on. That's where you should be. <laughs> well, it's kind of like, you know, we talked about a couple weeks ago how we, we all love the, the LFD uh, Cab 5. Yeah, and we all believe that is criminally underpriced. <laughs> right, right. But know, I'm not that, telling them that. No, I'm not saying that again. <laughs> that, that's not a ten dollar cigar. Well, as a matter of <laughs> fact, you need to quit saying that on the podcast. I know. I, I will, I'm going to say the last two podcasts. LFD probably doesn't like me right now, so <laughs> no, I, we don't have to worry about that. Oh, on the, on the seven gold things. Yeah. yeah, we don't have to worry about them uh, liking me uh, for the moment. But yeah, uh, no, fifteen dollars is a great price point yeah. on this. Yeah, absolutely. All all day long. And, all day I mean, long. And and you know. Even on Sunday. Well, and me and Steve, we, you know, we work at a shop. We work at a lounge. And I've always said, like, my price range is a, my normal everyday smokes are 12 to 17. That's, yeah. like, what I, the stuff I smoke, the stuff I enjoy is in that realm. And this falls into it. You don't pay for cigars. You work at a cigar shop. <laughs> so if somebody who does, because he, manu he manufactures cigars. So there's only one person on this podcast who actually pays for cigars. <clears throat> Just saying. Full and even, price. And even then. You, right. we, uh, even then, I get a lot of free ones. I would pay $15 all day. I'd pay 20 oh, for yeah, this. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'd pay 20 for this, and I'd be happy to smoke it. Yeah. Um, and wouldn't even think twice. So is it? But I'm not encouraging you to mark it up <laughs> in any way. Right. But um, 15? Are you kidding? I, 18? I thought oh, you yeah, were telling for me 18. Sure. Is it um, exclusively it through LCC where you can get these, or can you find them other places? So we're yeah, not they're not exclusive. Um, we just team because we're obviously on the north of you guys, uh, and, and the flow through with logistics would have been somewhat of a nightmare, especially because most of our market is the U.S. 90% 90, 90 of our market is the U.S. So we decided to um, team up with LCC as our fulfillment center. So we ship our product direct from our factory to LCC, and then they fulfill our, our wholesale and our online orders. Um, they are available in, in other shops. Um, we're just starting to get that traction now. That's, you know, the launch at PCA was, was big for us. We signed up some, some, some great accounts. So that'll just start to obviously trickle um, as as people get wind of it. We'll hope to be in more in more shops. But yeah. Awesome. Well, West End is a preferred retail partner of LCC. LCC. Yeah. And yeah. luckily we have somebody here who can do a lot of the ordering so we can yeah. work on something. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is one um, which I'll tell Steve, I will buy this one. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll get some of these for sure. There's a lot of that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm just stopping talking. Yeah, right I'll now. be in touch. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the other things that one of the other things that uh, you know you're doing the cases, you're doing the cigars, you're doing bags, you're doing leather goods, you're you're kind of hitting all the markets. Uh, but one other thing that you're now adventuring is, into is kind of like what we do our side of the broadcasting side. So um, tell us about what the the marketing endeavors and uh, producing that you are doing on your side now. Sure. So. 
we brought on two very talented individuals, one who you've had the pleasure to talk to, Vinay. Um, the podcast came as a creative outlet for him. I didn't want him to be bored. Um, there's only so many things that we can do here. Uh, and he he had approached and said, hey, can, can I start a podcast? I was like, yeah, sure, let's start a podcast. Um, and, and the whole purpose behind it is we just want to talk to interesting people, um, hear their story, uh, whether it's through success or failure or, 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 or anything in between, just so that maybe whatever they have to say can resonate with someone else, maybe teach somebody else something. Um, you know, there's a lot of issues around mental health, uh, you know, PTSD, a lot of things that um, people don't talk about enough. So the whole goal is just to have, have more of these open conversations um, so that others can listen and maybe perhaps take a few either tips or tricks or, or maybe they'll, they'll find an aha moment in that conversation. So it's, it's it came out as twofold, a little bit of education um, and kind of helping people uh, through similar story. And then also a creative outlet for, for the team here. But that kind of spiraled as we did, as we did that into, we were asked to do a cut and light at a fundraiser. Um, and then we had a meeting with the fundraiser organizer and we said, well, you know, cut and lights are fun, fun and all, but why don't we do something a little different? And we pitched them on a cut and light. We pitched them on a, a vanity fair a photo setup for their guests when they walk in pitched them on, you know, photography, videography for the, for the event, partnered with a couple um, uh, producers, champagne producers to do some things. So they, but it, 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 we weren't trying to become a production house or a marketing firm, but I think people are starting to see um, our brand and our creativity through our content. And they're just like, Hey, do, do you, can you do this for something well outside cigars? It's, we're like, yeah. Absolutely. So that, that's actually my background. I were I had my own uh, brand management advertising agency for about 12 years up until 2009, 2008, 2009, that, uh, that crash happened. Um, so that was my first failure, but that's my background. My background is always So to offer that as a, another segment to Peter James, one, it keeps the guys creative and happy because they get to do variety of, of industry related media and content. Um, we get to help and give back by, you know, giving people a little bit of a story behind um, some interesting individuals that have something to share. And, um, and it also helps us keep the lights on by creating another revenue stream. So we didn't fight it. We just like, yeah, sure. We can, we can pretty much do anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I love that because, you know, Again, um, for people who listen to this show, that is a, t a subject that Mark and I are comfortable are comfortable tackling. Uh, you yeah. know, every quarter we do a leadership show where we talk about PTSD or mental health, men's mental health, because it is the it's the it's the silent thing of a cigar shop that a lot of people aren't comfortable talking with. But Mark and I and Steve now, since he's joined back in you know, we're open with it. You know, like we said, you know, with, we had a show with Phil a couple, a uh, couple months ago, you know, we talked about addictions, you know, we've talked about everything that I've gone through with my life, Mark, you too. So just seeing that, you know, somebody else in our, you know, bubble of cigar and cigar industry has, is doing another revenue for that. And that just helps so many more people. And I've even said, you know, 
those shows can be uncomfortable, but I'm fine with the uncomfortable as long as it helps one person. I am totally fucking fine with that. So kudos to you for tackling a subject that honestly, not a lot of people specifically in our industry are fine talking about. Yeah. I, listen, I think that you, you hit it bang on the nose. You just have to help one person, just one person. All that content, all that hard work that you're putting in, you help one person, it's worth it. Worth it. I mean, like I, I, I'm not afraid to to speak openly. I had depression and anxiety for a number of years. Um, and I had no idea how to handle it. So, you know, I also attached myself to things that would that helped me cope. Um, I mean, it was alcohol. I drank a lot. And it wasn't a lot like I wasn't drinking excessively, but it was just often a lot just because I needed to numb whatever was there. Um, but the, the, my, my biggest challenge is not having that, not having that person, that individual or, or anyone to talk to, because, you know, at that time we had to, I had to have a stiff, up, stiff upper lip. That's how I was raised, you know, yep. sit down, shut up, rub some dirt on it and get over it. So that's what I did for the longest time. And then you finally realize that, Hey, there are other brothers and sisters out here going through the same shit. And it's like, well, not alone. Yeah. Why don't we talk about this? Why don't we, why don't we try to figure out a way that's that we can move on and live the happiest life we can, you know, this doesn't mean it has to go away, but, and as a collective, we'll all be better off. Yeah. hundred percent. So I was saved and, you know, in an essence, I'm still, I'm still a work in progress. Yeah. I'm not going to say that I'm perfect. I'm still a work in progress, but that the beauty is at least I'm aware. At least I have other people I can talk to. And if somebody ever wanted to talk to me, I'm open to it. I would love to. Well, let's, I'm going to go in producer mode and let's go ahead and get something scheduled up for one of the later quarters. And we'll, and we'll do one of our serious shows with you again and tackle some of the subjects and just get, you know, the, the, the trials and tribulations that you've gone through from then to now. And, uh, you know, that'll, I think that'll be one that our listeners will definitely enjoy. I'll, I'll enjoy producing it and listening to it and, you know, and sitting down and actually having a full conversation, sharing a cigar, talking about these subjects as well. I would love that. Yep. You just tell me when I'll make, give me some a time frame, and I'll make myself available. Awesome. It'd be so, awesome. Uh, Mark, don't smoke that cigar. You got to hold off. <laughs> um, I'll order more. <laughs> we'll find some more. <laughs> you got to be fucking kidding me. I'm going to so beat your ass after this podcast. Uh, I think uh, he promised me that, that LCC has more, so I'm just ordering more. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't, I won't be able to hold on anymore. I'm going to smoke one. Right. Um, so as we're wrapping up, I do want to let everybody know that, um, you know, the thing that me and Steve are doing, we're doing this uh, bogeys and stogies golf tournament uh, to raise charity with for uh, children's hospitals. Uh, yep. We're doing children's hospital here. Um, got uh, along with uh, Coach Jay and his partner. Yep. And I also talked to uh, La Cutera Cigar and Social today where they're actually in again and they're going to have multiple teams. What? They got um, two what? teams? They're going to have multiple because they thought... You so you guys are so we're just we're dead. We're just, we're just raising everybody. So again, the 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 bi in our show's bio, there's the GoFundMe page. You can uh, donate to that. Uh, thanks to everybody who's already donated. We're yeah. 
already have to what I already put. I uh, appreciate that. And we probably would have been more, but the internet situation today at the shop was yes. absolute hot fucking garbage. Yeah. Get that taken care of. Arkansas uh, internet. Arkansas internet. Um, but, <laughs> that, but, but that's something that uh, I'm, I'm glad we're doing and it's yep. up and running. Um, and, you know, just going to help, help some kids out. And Hashtag Aaron and, and Steve last place. So oh, yeah. We're but, definitely coming in last. But, here, the but, here, first. but here's the thing. If anything, what what's going to happen is me and Steve will be able to go to like Toys R Us or whatever, buy a bunch of toys for kids, take them to the hospital. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll go to the Lego. Just toys like, R Us is not a thing anymore, is oh, it? Oh, it's not. We'll have to go somewhere. Maybe we'll go. Maybe He's going to Woolworths. Here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. Maybe we can make a trip to Dallas and go to the Lego store, do, do a little side shopping for us, Ooh. do some shopping for some God. kids. You guys in the Legos. You know, we'll just, we'll, we'll, we'll get it going. Yeah. <laughs> maybe play a round in Dallas or something, you know, so, just. Uh, so a couple things before we get off here. I, I, I do want to call out the specific podcast. Uh, largely because I would like to listen to it mm-hmm. um, because it's one of my big topics about men's mental health, but I also would love to hear. Uh, so let's make sure we, yeah, give us the name of the podcast. Give us the name of the podcast. It's called persons of interest. I'm in, I don't subscribe to a lot of podcasts. I like hearing interesting people. Yeah. Um, and so that one particularly appeals to me. So I will be subscribing on the way home. Um, and so, uh, <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Um, <clears throat> that 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 yeah. sounds like a cool one. I'd, Vinay sounds like my kind of guy. So <laughs> I've talked to him twice today, so it's it's okay. good. <laughs> nah, he's 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 a special guy. He uh, he actually it's it's a crazy story. He left so much opportunity to come here, and I was like, "You're so well, you're such an idiot. What are you doing?" <laughs> I'm like, it's your life, man. You do what you want. I'll, I'll gladly, happily have you here. I'd love you. Um, but he turned down some pretty big offers uh, with some substantial companies like in Leica. And he left Sony um, wow. to join this this brotherhood. Uh, he took less money, but he want, he, he just he loved the industry. He loved our team. He loved everything we stood for. He's like, I'd rather be happy than make the extra bit of money. I'm like, all right done let's do this so him and him, he's another he's another guy that um i feel like came to us for i think he needed us just as badly as we needed him um and and i think maybe he'll be part of the podcast too because he's he's also got some really interesting stories and he's going through his own uh his own uh, battles so i think a lot of a lot of creative people I think that would be awesome. Yeah. I'd love to, I think he would be yeah. a, a perfect addition. And, um, I, I, <clears throat> sounds like you're creating a team up there. I, I have chosen to be on teams, um, because the team was right. Um, a couple times in my life and, um, and you can share this with Vinay if, if you wish. Um, I never regret those situations because being on the right team, um, is, I think yeah. always the right call, Yep. right? Because the energy you get from being around the right people is a hundred percent, is a hundred percent the most important thing. Yep. Well I've, said. I I've been around. Uh, I've chosen jobs for money too, um, and um, <laughs> and and they pay nice. 
<laughs> but that's it. Right. Some of those jobs were okay, yeah. but uh, you know, I just the teams that were that where I was where where everybody was on the same page and where the vibe was right. Those were the ones that I still think about today. Yep. Well, John, thanks so much for yeah, taking time off and and doing this show with us. Um, thanks for making a, a fucking amazing cigar. Banger. That thing is just yeah, spectacular. Beautiful the whole way through. Yeah. Um, and thanks for making a case that a guy who looks like me, who is fully sleeved up, a big-ass beard, can, will carry this case proudly. It fits <laughs> with everything. You know, goes well with the skateboard. Goes well with the the the, the gym bag. You know, I, it's awesome. I love it. Looks looks good with that red dress you wore last night. Look, hey, goes with everything. Well, we need to get a couple of those chairs in here too. Look at that thing. I know. I want to look like a Bond villain. I feel like I would just look cooler in the chair. You like. would. It was. The couch is still. I I, I can't. I, I'm not allowed to choose furniture in my house. Um, but the couch still is next one. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So John, I appreciate it so much I'm, for uh, for taking time off and doing this. It's my pleasure. I love having conversations with people, and it's 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 the time will come, but I I, I hope when when the time does come, I'll be able to see you guys and and everyone else face to face in person. Um, just obviously, that that time will come. Um, yep. I know it will, and so for now, we'll just resort to these these virtual meetings. But they're they're my favorite. I thank you for this, and also thank you for you guys have been a supporter of how many years? I mean through a lot of it and you know that to us to me is beyond words i mean i when you get when you work with good people like mark was saying you know you guys are part of the team whether you're not in the office but you know being a being a, a client you're part of the team you're you represent peter james you you believe in us and that only fuels us it, it does like the guys see and hear everything you guys say and it, it gets them jazzed up and, and it just makes them proud. So thank you. Awesome. Well, this is, this has been fun and, uh, looking forward to, uh, in, you know, a couple of months from now when we do a, a serious subject and, uh, let's see if Mark can hold on that long, uh, from, uh, smoking the Habana. He's definitely not. I'm sending <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm sending Mark a battle that you guys will <laughs> uh, All right. Next week, um, let's do a top five show next week, shall we? Sure. Let's do it. Right. All right. All right. Top, <laughs> top five leather chairs. <laughs> <laughs> I got my number one. Okay. <laughs> awesome. All right. Um, John, thanks so much. Appreciate it. Uh, looking forward to the next one. And then... Uh, Make sure everybody, can, if you can donate whatever, 50 cents, a dollar, two dollars, go to the bio in our shows page, uh, the Weston page as well. Um, looking forward to. Yeah, I shared the video today on my page as yeah, well, so sure. you can find it in a lot of places. So you, you saw you saw the tripod set up last night at, at the house. Um, it The first video was a dud. Uh, yeah. You heard dogs and you heard <laughs> motorcycles and shit like that. I was like, I got to do this shit at the shop. I can't, I can't do this. Um, I, I will say the angle I shot at it. Whew, that was, uh, that was rough. <laughs> I need to get better on framing. We got a cruise coming up, buddy. You better get in shape. <laughs> shit, round is a shape. 
<laughs> so, so, all right. We will uh, we'll talk to everybody next week. Pretty good. See ya. Later. <laughs>